Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Roastmasters Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Ben Mostaller, and along with me, Garrett Harrison and the King, Brandon King, back for week two of the NFL. Last week, we went over our picks for week one. We did about average. We could have done better, but there was a lot of upsets in week one. Uh, there was a stat. Let me pull it up here. Nine underdogs won outright in week one, which was the most ever for opening week in the Super Bowl era. So that was going against us there. We didn't really have too many of the upsets, but we had a couple. We'll discuss them here in a minute. But let's talk about week one first before we can move on to week two. And let's start with Brandon. Brandon, just give us a game that maybe stood out to you, surprised you, that you liked from week one. The game that was surprising to me was how bad the Green Bay Packers looked against the New Orleans Saints. That game was just all around terrible. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Green Bay. I know it's only one game. I know they'll figure it out. But right now, uh, it seems to me the focus is too much on Aaron Rodgers and not enough on the team itself. They should find a way to bounce back. But that was the most surprising match. I was thinking it was a shootout, and they came into New Orleans, and New Orleans shot them out. Uh, so it, that was a surprising game. Um, the game that was exciting for me was to see uh, Pittsburgh prove all the doubters and naysayers wrong and uh, beat Buffalo, um, even though both teams look very lackadaisical come offense. Pittsburgh's defense is what – uh, got them the win, and that's exactly why uh, I don't think anybody should sleep on these guys just yet. They got something to prove. Um, yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that Green Bay Saints game. That was whew, that was a humongous shock to me, actually. Um, but I saw a little uh, meme today. It said the last time the Saints beat somebody. 38 to three, they went on to win the Super Bowl, and that would be your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Week one, same scenario, lost to the Saints 38 to three. And now Rodgers has, you know, some work to do. But I think they'll bounce back. I, I think it was just a weird game. I don't really think uh, Rodgers was mentally prepared for that game. I, I think there's a lot going on. I don't, but we'll see. I, I also another game that stood out to me a lot was the uh, Dallas Tampa Bay game. Dallas looked uh, pretty good, not gonna lie. Um, I think I think uh, I think those two games were my favorite ones to to watch. And of course, you know, being a Steelers fan, it was always fun seeing the Steelers, you know, get get a, get the job done. But I uh, I was one of the naysayers, Brandon. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> Yeah, I, Garrett and I both picked uh, Pittsburgh to lose, and obviously they proved us wrong and a lot of help from that incredible defense for sure. The offense looked a little rough to start the game, and uh, they came alive thanks to that defense. Brandon, you brought up a good game there between the Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints. I have a lot and lot of Packers players on my team for fantasy and boy, was that bad. I suffered ma many major losses this past week because of that. I think that they can bounce back. It's only one game. They haven't played in, you know, close to a year 
a lot of these people not playing in the preseason. So that game was probably the biggest surprise. But how about the Raiders and Ravens on Monday Night Football? Don't know if you guys caught that ending, but it was insane. I mean, with like 30 seconds to go, the Raiders kicked a field goal. They drove down the field to kick the field goal to force overtime. It looked like the Raiders won. They were out there congratulating each other on a touchdown pass. They reviewed it. He was two yards short. They couldn't get in the end zone. And Derek Carr ended up throwing an interception off somebody's helmet. The Ravens went down, only needed a field goal. And Carl Nassib, former Penn Stater, strips the ball from Lamar Jackson and sets the Raiders up for a potential game-winning field goal. But wait, delay of game called. So they bring the offense out. The Ravens blitz, find a wide-open receiver for the Raiders, and the Raiders won. That game was insane on Monday night and a good win for the Raiders. But let's take a look at the rest of the scores from week one. The Buccaneers, two-point victory over the Cowboys. The Seahawks got the the job done in Indianapolis 2016. The Texans with a huge victory over the Jaguars, 37-21. The Eagles destroyed the Falcons 32 to 6. Chargers over Washington 20 to 16. We talked about already the Steelers over the Bills in Buffalo 23 to 16. The 49ers over the Lions 41 33, which the 49ers were up big in that game. The Lions almost came back and won. The Bengals in overtime with time expiring defeat the Vikings. The Panthers get the victory over the Jets. Sam Darnold gets a victory over his old team, 1914. The Cardinals destroyed the Tennessee Titans, 38-13. That was surprising to me as well. The Chiefs came back and defeated the Browns, 33-29. to The Dolphins over the Patriots by one point up there in Foxborough. The Broncos over the Giants, 27-13. Saints destroying the Packers, 38-3. Sunday night football, the Rams took care of the Bears 34-14. And again, Monday night football in overtime, the Raiders 33, Ravens 27. As we close out week one, I had a couple of sleepers and bust I've been posting on my TikTok, the Beast Benny Cakes. Go check it out. I did pretty well. Uh, Take a look at my uh, sleepers for week one, the people I said to start. We had Hertz, who went off as quarterback five. We had Tyson Williams, the running back for the Ravens, running back nine. Uh, Cooper Cup and Tyler Lockett were both locks, top 10 wide receivers this week, said to start them. Dallas Goddard, I said to start as well. He did well. Justin Herbert, I said to sit. He didn't do that well. And uh, he was actually quarterback 26. Devontae Parker, I said to sit, not that well. So, I did fairly well, so if you want some start sits, go over to the TikTok, the Beast Benny Cakes, and I'll be doing that weekly. Let's move on to week two now and our predictions. When we take a look back at week one here, it's there's always a competition between me, Garrett, and Brandon, and sometimes Doug when he wants to show up. Uh, but for week one, Brandon, nine and seven, Garrett and I, eight and eight, so Very close in our picks, but Brandon does get the week one victory. Let's see what he can do and what we can do with our week two picks. Starting with Thursday night football, it is the New York Giants who suffered a loss against the Broncos at the Washington football team who kind of get the job done versus the Chargers. No Ryan Fitzpatrick. Looks like he's going to be out for possibly the year. 
with that injury he suffered last week. Um, so it is Taylor. I believe they have Heineke in there starting. So it's going to be the Giants at the Washington football team. The Washington football team are three-point favorites. The over-under set at a low 40 and a half. So, Garrett, we're going to jump to you. Who do you like winning this one? I like Washington. I, I, I really think Washington looked good, really good, actually, against the Chargers. And I just think this Giants team, man, they, I, I think they're going to struggle all year. Um, honestly, they might be one of the worser teams in the league this year. But um, I, I think overall that, you know, this team should, should get the job done. I don't see why they wouldn't. But if, if you're going to pick anybody to start uh, from this game, you know, they're probably going to go with, you know, Gibson and um, Terry McLaurin. I kind of I, I kind of want to stay away from this quarterback. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd start, uh, go for the quarterback, but I. It's just one of those things. You, you probably start with Kenny Galladay. He looked pretty decent. So does Sterling Shepard. And actually, I didn't really. We, we haven't really been talking down on Kenny Galladay, but you know, he he might be able to do something this season. But I don't think it's going to be that super great. Wow. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't have any faith in the New York Giants at all um this season it's just it's it's just looking too it's not looking good at all the only thing that's going to keep washington in the game is their defense um the, that's a pretty low number for it being the over under um at 40 i believe 40 and a half but i would take the over in this one um i'm not looking for the giants to cover the spread by three but i'm thinking taking the over in this one but I do see Washington coming out of this game with a win 31 to 13. Yeah, you know, the, this is a bet that I really like for Thursday night, and I'll probably put it in with a parlay here. I love Washington three over the New York Giants. Like Garrett said, this was a pretty good Chargers team coming into it. Herbert, he had a rough day against this Washington football team defense. And when they bring Daniel Jones in, to this Washington defense in Washington, it's going to be rough. Uh, Saquon Barkley still not the Saquon Barkley we're used to. They're still trying to lure him into the offense after missing last year with that ACL MCL injury. So I love Washington minus three here. I would take that all day. I might even tease that up to a touchdown because I think they win by more than that. Not too concerned about the quarterback situation. Uh, I'm not going to be like starting this guy in any fantasy leagues, but I think Terry McLaurin will benefit from him being in. He started to heat up when Heineke was throwing to him uh, and Gibson. I think those two are must starts this week if you're playing fantasy football. So give me Washington to win. When you take a look at the over under, I would slightly play the over, I think, just because I think Washington can put up some points. Let's move on to Sunday and we're going to start. With our Pittsburgh Steelers, they host the Las Vegas Raiders, both in very good games last week. Of course, Las Vegas will be on the short week because of the Monday night football game. Pittsburgh, five and a half point favorites at home. The over under set at 46 and a half. Brandon, who do you like in this one? This is the game that actually scares me because Pittsburgh has a history of, of having trouble with the Raiders. 
And John Gruden is a mastermind when it comes to run um, to managing a defense and an offense. So um, I'm going to I'm going out on a limb because I'm going more with my heart. I'm picking Pittsburgh to win, but it's not going to be an easy win. I'll say Pittsburgh wins this one 30 29. Yeah, uh, Brandon pretty much took the words right out of my mouth. Like, Pittsburgh really does struggle. I don't know why with the Raiders. Even when the Raiders were pretty pretty bad, they struggled. Um, I do I do think, though, the Steelers get the job done. Uh, their front four looked fantastic. Our, our front four, we had, we, I don't know what gotten into our front four, but it, it, was, it was a beautiful sight to see on, uh, up there in Buffalo. But I, I do I do think that the Steelers shouldn't have any problems. You know, that's the key word, shouldn't. But I, I think they take this one. I think they they I think this is the week that, you know, the Raiders just beat the Ravens. Now I think it's time for the, for the Steelers to prove a point like, hey, we're gonna go out and we're just gonna pound the ball down your throat and just run the score up. And I'm kind of hoping for that because if that happens, then I'm I think I think this could be a really really good year for the Steelers. Yeah, you know the Steelers always play up to their competition, and maybe it benefits them that the Raiders got the victory at home last week. You take a look at how the Steelers played; it really was due to their defense. I mean, their defense dominated, which is why they pretty much won. Um, looking at this game, it's very tough to stay with the line. It's at a very tough five and a half. I do like Pittsburgh to win. I do. I do want to say that Vegas is going to cover, though, just because I think it's going to be a field goal game. Pittsburgh is going to make it closer than it should be. Uh, I like the over, though, 46 and a half because the Raiders can put up points and Pittsburgh can. Uh, if they would have played last week and got the same amount of points, it would have been well over 50. So probably my. Lock bet of this game would be to play the over of 46 and a half, but I'm going with the Steelers this week. I'm confident in that defense. They defeated a very tough Buffalo team and they should get the job done at home. Next, we have Cincinnati at Chicago, Cincinnati with the shocking overtime victory versus the Minnesota Vikings. They go into Chicago who took a tough loss to that Los Angeles Rams team right now. Chicago, only a one and a half point favorite at home. The over under set at 44 and a half. Uh, we're jumping back to Garrett here. Garrett, who do you like in this one? What What was the score of that Chicago Rams game again? It was 34 to 14 in okay. favor of the Rams. I. <laughs> I really think that game with Cincy and the Vikings was just to prove, you know, which team wasn't worse than the other, because those are two teams I don't think are very that good. And I think that's, that, that game was just going to go to overtime in general, just watching how they played and Cincinnati just got lucky and pulled out the win. Um, Chicago, in my opinion, had a way harder test. And I think Chicago is the, is, overall the better team and I just think I, I don't I don't see why Chicago loses that you know um everyone said saying they're bad you know I hated on last year but 
I think it's time. I think it's time to just put put your draft pick in, put Justin Fields in, because boy, 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 did Andy Dalton not look good. Um, but that defense is pretty solid. You know, they even put 14 points up in to, against the Rams. I thought was pretty pretty good. So give me give me the Chicago Bears. You know, I'm not hyped up on Cincy, so I'm gonna take um, Chicago, and I think Montgomery. They need to let Allen start running more routes than those what five and outs and little slants they did. I have no idea what plan play calling that was. That was terrible. And um, uh, probably probably like a Joe Mixon because I didn't think I, – I think uh, Joe Mixon had a field day against the Vikings, but it could be a little different. I know Daryl Henderson had a pretty good rushing game against uh, the Bears. So there's some options of plays, you know, for your fantasy team this week. Wow. Um, how do we even start with this game right here? Because I, I really don't trust either team right now. It's just there's just so much going on with this team. But my thought process is this. I could see this game potentially coming down to being a field goal game. That's what I could see it coming down to. I can see this coming down to a field goal type of game. It's in Chicago. So I'm going to go against my better judgment here. Chicago wins by one point. It'll be 2019 Chicago. Yeah, this game should be close. The one and a half is very fitting, but I'm going to go Chicago in this one. I just think that they played a really tough Rams team. I think that they need to give Justin Fields the starting job. After what we saw last week, Fields even came in and had a couple nice plays. So I like Fields, hopefully to start here soon, if not this week. The next week, I'm going Chicago here at home over Cincinnati. I like them to cover that one and a half. The over under at 45 and a half is so, so tough. I could see these teams both putting up a good amount of points or none at all. So I think it's going to be the under for me just slightly and Chicago to win. David Montgomery, though, Garrett, you and I are both high on him. He's a must start this week versus Cincinnati defense. I think that he will go off. Also, watch out for Jamar Chase. We saw that what, uh, you know, he, the Cincinnati team did to the Vikings. And we saw Chicago's defense give up a good amount of passing yards to guys like Cooper Cup last week. So those are two guys uh, that I would watch out for this week in that game. Let's move on to Houston at Cleveland. Houston with a big victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. You guys took Jacksonville last week. I was the only one to take Houston. Um, they're 1-0 now. But they're 12 and a half point underdogs going into Cleveland to almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now, the over under set at 48 and a half as we jump back to Brandon with his prediction. Mm. Wow. So, when it comes to this game, this game is going to be tough to call because both teams can put up a lot of points. I said this last week to a couple buddies of mine, and I'll say it here on the podcast. Don't sleep on Cleveland. 
Cleveland's got uh, it has a point to prove this year, and I think Cleveland's going to give teams a lot of problems. They almost they gave Kansas City a whole lot of problems and almost beat them. So Cleveland's going to be your team to watch out for this year because they have the pieces now. They have the pieces. They have the mentality. They can win. With that being said, this is going to be a good game between these two teams, but I'm going to go with Cleveland winning this one, edging it out just a little bit. Give me Cleveland over Houston 33-30. I I love the way the Browns played against Kansas City. It almost made a point that, you know, the Browns are almost there. They have a few tweaks to figure out. And they just choked at the end. They just couldn't get the job done. But that being said, they, they're playing a, um, a very, very, I think, still poor um, Texans team. You know, yeah, they got the job done. They won pretty big. But they also played against a starting uh, rookie quarterback. And I don't, I don't know. I'm just not very hyped on Jacksonville. But – I just I, – I really do think that – no, I mean, I'm not hyped on Jacksonville yet. I'm not – I'm also not very hyped on the Texans. So give me Cleveland Browns. So I, honestly, I can see them covering that spread. So give me that. Give me that easily. And honestly, Nick Chubb has a humongous day, a humongous fantasy day. Yeah, Gary, I mean, 12 and a half is a lot of points to lay out there for an NFL game and, you know, Houston's offense looked fantastic. You know, I think Cleveland win this one outright. It's just tough with the 12 and a half to determine who will win. I'm favoring Cleveland though. Cause I agree with you. I think Jacksonville's just that bad. The over under though, I'm comfortable playing the over in this one because Houston could have put up points. And so can Cleveland. We saw it last week with both teams. I think the most bang for your buck play here would be to play that over at 48 and a half. But I'm going Cleveland. Nick Chubb, big day. I think he has a big day. Um, Houston, it's tough to say because Cooks had a good day. Mark Ingram had a good day. Um, We'll see what happens. I think that these teams will put up points. I'm comfortable playing the over in this one. Give me Cleveland. All right, we have the rant. Then real quick. Also, Cleveland's Cleveland's defense looked really good against one of the probably the best offense in the NFL. No way does the Texans come in there and put up the same amount of points as the Chiefs. I just can to me, I cannot ever see that happen. You have literally the baby goat and all these weapons. I just, I just can't see, I just can't see the Texans uh, coming out there and, and proving a point against Cleveland. Yeah. I don't think Houston wins either, but I, you know, I think they put points up on, on the board to, where that over is going to hit is Cleveland is going to put up a, a good amount of points too. So we'll see what happens in Cleveland, but there's a lot of hope for them this year in that AFC North. Uh, in the next game, the Rams at the Indianapolis Colts, the Rams defeated Chicago by 20 and Indianapolis home. Once again, a disappointing loss to the Seattle Seahawks coming into town. The Rams are three and a half point favorites in Indy. The over-under set at 47 and a half. So we jump back to, don't get me wrong on this one. Who's next? I think it's, uh, I think it's Garrett for this one. So we'll, we'll give it to Garrett, your prediction. Okay. Um, I, I, 
I did like how the Colts played against um, the Seahawks, but I think the Rams have a way better uh, defense than the Seahawks. And if they struggled putting only just uh, 16 points up, I think, against the uh, – <clears throat> excuse me, uh, against um, – uh, the Seahawks. There's no way. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they put very many points up against the Rams. Um, but uh, you just never know. But I, I am taking the Rams this week, and I think Henderson and um, Matt Stafford have have a great field day um, going forward. Even though uh, Indianapolis Colts uh, front seven are pretty decent, I think they're ranked tenth on the ESPN Fantasy Football app. But I still think Henderson has a pretty decent day. I'm not going to say it's an outright fantastic day, but I think he can find the end zone and get close to about 75 to 80 yards. Another tough one. Um, yeah, this is another tough one. So, um, boy, I feel that um, the Rams are going to win because I just think Matt Stafford just has the pieces to win. That's what I believe. I believe that Matt Stafford has the pieces to win now. So you know what? I'm going to take a risk here. Give me um, the Los Angeles Rams to over uh, Indianapolis, but give me a score of 30 to 27. Yeah, I like the Rams in this one, but I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Colts do upset bouncing back after – you know, that week one loss to Seattle, the Rams in Seattle, are, they're going to both be tough in that division. Um, so if Seattle could do that to Indianapolis, I think the Rams can do that to Indianapolis and Stafford look phenomenal. I think this team gets the job done. I will take the three and a half points. The over-under is sitting at an interesting mark here, but I'm leaning towards the under. I think that the Rams going on the road, you know, they're going to not put up as many points. Um, and Indianapolis is struggling to get points on the board. So I think that it's the under. Give me the Rams, minus three and a half, an outright to win. And we'll see what happens there. On to Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo is supposed to beat the Steelers. They didn't. Miami gets the job done in Foxborough. Uh, so two good games there, a divisional game here. So it means a lot to both teams. Um, three and a half points for Buffalo is the spread there. And the over under is set at 47 and a half as we jump back to Brandon. Mm. Divisional matches are always the hardest because this is what sets the pace for that division. But right now, the battle is now going to be, I believe, between Miami and Buffalo. But I'm thinking it's Buffalo that draws first blood. So give me Buffalo over Miami, 33-30. Yeah, it's, uh, like Brandon said, it's, it's going to be a, a, a tough one. You know, I, I do think that uh, Miami's defense is is pretty good. You know, they're, they're actually pretty decent. Um but Buffalo also looked really good against um, the Steelers, you know, as well. And I think this this game could literally go any way because I, I I don't think the the Patriots are different this year. I think I think they're uh, really good on the defensive side of the ball, 
And I think it's just going to take a few games and, you know, Mac Jones and that offense will start clicking. But, um, man, this is tough. I, I, I think, I think Buffalo bounces back. I think Buffalo takes this one and it's, it's just like by like a three point loss or something like that. But yeah, give me Buffalo in this, in this game. Buffalo needs this division win and they took on a Steelers team that they thought they could beat, but didn't. And the Steelers defense is just that good. Miami's defense is just as good as well. Coming home, looking to get the job done. I think this is a close game. Um, this could be a high scoring game as well, but Buffalo needs this more than Miami. I like Buffalo to outright win, but I might take Miami to cover. I think that it'll be by a margin of three or less. I think that Buffalo gets the job done though. The over under at a tough 47 and a half boy, if they played like they did last week, it's a clear under. And I think since it's a divisional game, it's going to be lower scoring because it's going to be a tough battle. So I'll go with the under in this one, but Buffalo to win along with you guys. So we move on to the next game. We talked about the Patriots. They just lost by one to Miami. They go on the road to the New York Jets, who gave a game to the Panthers, just lost by a couple. Right now, the over-under set at 42 and a half, and the Patriots, five and a half point favorites. Garrett, who do you like in this one? Uh, ben, what, was that? what was that game again? You cut out there for a second. Sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, okay. what game are you talking about now? Uh, the Patriots at the Jets, five and a half point favorites are the Patriots, okay. over-under 42 and a half. Okay. Um, I like the Patriots in this one, um, but don't count out the Jets just because it's a divisional game. Divisional games can go any which way, no matter how good you are. But I tell you what, I liked. I, I've been I I've been saying this. Corey Davis is one of my sleepers this year, and he had one hell of a week with two touchdowns. Um, I think that might be Wilson's man to go to. Um, so I think he's a for sure fantasy start pretty much every week for you just because of you know, just the depth that they have, the lack of depth they have. Um, so definitely, definitely play him. But the Patriots win this. I, I don't think you go wrong with um, starting. Jacoby Myers looked good. I think I'd go with something like that as well. Um, but it, I think it might be a little bit. I think it'll be over. I think we're going to play the over here. I think we're going to play the over. Well, hmm. divisional games are always the toughest ones to follow. Divisional games are always tough because both teams are going to play tough. I like New England a little bit in this one. The Jets, I don't think, are any scrubs. This one may be close, so... It's going to be, I think it's going to be a little low scoring. So give me New England just to edge it out just a little bit, 22-20. Yeah, the, the Panthers, when we take a look at them, are a decent team. They're not the best team. So, you know, the Jets gave them a good run. When we take a look at Miami, you know, they're, they're better. And that matchup versus the Patriots, they should have won. So, Again, division game, I think this is a close one. I do like the Patriots to win, 
but I like the Jets to cover this. I think that they have the chance to win at home. I like New England just a little bit more, though, but I would have them cover. I think it's a field goal game. I think it's going to hit the under, even though the under is really low. Both these teams with rookie quarterbacks and, you know, the Patriots with a good defense, I think there's not going to be much points up on the board. So give me New England to win, the Jets to cover, and the under in this one. When we take a look at fantasy, you know, Jacoby Myers, like you said, not a bad pick there. You know, Mac Jones really likes him up there. For the Jets, Corey Davis, man, he's a guy to start. He is a stud, um, and he's going to be the main guy in that offensive role for the Jets. Let's move on to the 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. The 49ers coming off a pretty good victory over the Lions, even though they kind of let them slide back into the game. And this Philadelphia team that just blew out the Atlanta Falcons. Right now, San Fran's coming in as three-and-a-half-point favorites at Philadelphia, the over-under set 49-and-a-half. We jump back to the King, Brandon King, with his pick with, on this one. Good matchup. Very good matchup. Both teams would have coming in with a win. Somebody's going to be 2 0 Somebody's going to be 1-1. One and one. I just think that San Fran looks just a little bit better than Philadelphia. I'm going to take the over because I'm going to take San Francisco to beat Philadelphia by a score of 38 to 36. You know, this is a, this is a tough one for me um, because, you know, part of me really wants to pick the Eagles because I, I do, I do think the Eagles can pull this off, but at the same time, uh, San Francisco looked really good. I had a great hot start in that Detroit game. You know, they, they were just pummeling them, but then they let them come back. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened. Um, is where is this game played? Is this at Philly? Yeah, it's in Philadelphia. You know what? Screw it. You gotta take chances. I'm going with Philly on this one. I think it's going to be a close game, and I, I do think this game can go either way. But with it being in Philly and them looking pretty good against the Falcons uh, and uh, um, San Francisco letting Detroit come back a little bit concerns me. So give me uh, the Eagles in this one. Garrett, don't be concerned at all. I am going with the Eagles as well. Here's the thing. That game did scare me a little bit with the Lions and – San Francisco got caught sleeping. Philadelphia just came out and just was firing at all cylinders as well. And their defense, which we believe the 49ers defense is better than Philly's defense. That's a good Atlanta offense. I mean, you got Matt Ryan throwing the ball and they shut down Calvin Ridley. They shut down Russell Gage. They shut down Kyle Pitts. Mike Davis didn't have a good game. So, this game's being played in Philly. It makes a huge difference. I like Philadelphia to outright win and, of course, cover that three and a half. And the over-under is very tough because I think it's set perfectly where it should be. If this game's played like it was last week, they both played poor defenses, though. That's why I'm just slightly leaning towards the under because I think that both their defenses will step up against each other. Again, Atlanta's defense is poor. Detroit's defense is poor. I think that's why you saw such high scores. 
I'm going to slightly play the under in this one, but I like Philadelphia outright to win this game. If you take a look at fantasy boy, watch out for Devonta Smith. He he's going to be the main guy there in Philadelphia. And I think he can have a big week because Jalen hurts gets him the ball. We move on to the new Orleans Saints shocking the green Bay Packers at home. They go on the road to Carolina as three and a half point favorites. The over under set at 44 and a half as we go to Garrett, which one of these teams will get its first loss, the Saints or the Panthers? I uh, I think the Panthers get their first their first loss of the week. Um, you know, even though they got the job done last week, they didn't score many points against the Jets, and I thought I thought they would you know put up some serious like I wouldn't say serious numbers, but at least a little bit more points. I thought they would at least get you know, between the 27 to 30 range. But um, I don't know. I, I kind of like the way the Saints played, man, especially against that uh, fuck that, that um, Green Bay team. They looked great. Um, Marquez Callaway didn't look that good. Um, I kind of wish, uh, you know, I had him on my fantasy team. I didn't start him this week, but I'm hoping, you know, that is just the first week jitters and he can come out uh, here soon and just pop off. But, um, yeah, this, this should be – I think this – or Carolina could shock us, but I don't see that happening, so give me the Saints. Yeah. Um, I say the Saints win this one. Um, I see Carolina taking the loss. Saints uh, should win this one. They can win at, uh, with life after Drew Brees. It showed – I know it's only one game, but it does show that they have the um, – mentality it takes to win so with that being said i'm taking new orleans over carolina with a score of new orleans 30 carolina 23 i think so far as we're talking about all these games that this is probably my favorite guaranteed bet of the week it is the saints three and a half at carolina we saw what the saints did against this green bay team who their defense is pretty Pretty decent. They're not the best defense, but they're average. And what the Saints did to them at home in that big of a fashion, wow. And the Panthers almost lost to the Jets. I love this three-and-a-half-point uh, pick for the Saints. I think they can win by even a little bit more. And I would lock that in as one of my locks of the week, along with Washington Minus three. I like New Orleans minus three and a half at Carolina. Um, when we take a look at the over under, it's very tough because, you know, we see the Saints can put up points. The Panthers, they can, but they really don't. 44 and a half is not that high. I think it's a slight over in this one, but I'm not worried about playing that. Give me the Saints to win and a minus three and a half. Now we're to our last one o'clock game. And that is Denver at Jacksonville, Denver with the victory over the giants, Jacksonville with a poor performance against the Houston Texans. We got Denver as six point favorites and the over under set at 45 and a half. Garrett, what are your thoughts on this one? I tell you right now, I don't like this game. I don't like this game one bit. I think, I think both teams played poor teams and the teams that won you know they just won because of the other how poor the other teams were um with that being said though i 
uh, I just don't. I is this at the Broncos? Is this game at the Broncos? This will change everything. Uh, it's in it's in Jacksonville. Ah, dang. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm still going to take the Broncos in this one. Um, I think I think defensively they're a little bit better than the Texans. I think it's going to be a little bit harder uh, for Trevor Lawrence um, to try to get the ball in the end zone. And I I, I think T- Teddy Bridgewater and that uh that offense scores enough points where the defense can keep uh, the Jacksonville out uh, of the end zone. And ladies and gentlemen, we have our tidy bowl game of the week. It's clear after every flush. This game sucks. All right. So here we go. Denver, Jacksonville. I don't trust either team. Don't like either team. But if you're going with the worst of the worst, the losers, Jacksonville, eh, I'm picking Denver to win this game by a score of 16 to 13. Let's get this over with. Denver should get the job done. Excuse me, they lose Jerry Judy, um, so they're down a weapon offensively, but they get the job done in Jacksonville. Jacksonville looks very bad against that Texans team, and that's pretty much enough said. That over-under, I think it's going to hit the under. I think that's a fair bet there. That's I actually like the under in this one because both teams, I think, are going to struggle to get up, put up points. Denver just with their poor offense, Jacksonville with their poor, you know, Denver's poor offense and Denver's defense will hold the Jacksonville offense. So give me the under and boy, that's a tough line to pick, but I'm picking Denver. So they might as well cover that six points. If the Texans can beat them that bad, then Denver will beat them that bad. And now we move on to our Sunday afternoon game starting with Minnesota at Arizona. Minnesota right now is three and a half point underdogs after a disappointing loss in Cincinnati. They have to go back on the road to Arizona, who just blew out the Tennessee Titans. The question to Brandon is, can they do it again? The over-under set at 50 and a half. Arizona shouldn't win this game. There should be no reason why Arizona should not. Um, Minnesota is not to be trusted. I don't care if they win a game. I don't care if they tie a game. I don't care if they keep it close. Minnesota is not to be trusted. I'm saying Arizona blows this game up out of the water. Arizona should win this one 40 to 20. Yeah, um, I I don't really like the overtime loss they had with Cincy. I think that is a lot of question marks. Um, and Arizona should just come out. Honestly, they should be, they should put up 40 some points in the first half and then literally just take out the rest of their stars. And then they could probably play, uh, some of their preseason guys and then score an extra 20 points, uh, for all, for all I know, but yeah, Arizona should, should not, should not lose this game. Another lock bet for me. I love Arizona minus three and a half here. Very disappointing loss for Minnesota. If Arizona could do what they did last week to what I think is a Super Bowl contending team and the Tennessee Titans, boy, oh boy, this is going to be an easy one. So give me Arizona three and a half minus three and a half. The over under, it's going to be tough because I don't think Minnesota is going to be able to put up the points. 
uh, Arizona will be putting up a lot of those. So I think I like the slight under just because Minnesota shouldn't be able to produce that good of offense. Um, and that's enough said. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. All right. We have Atlanta, 11 and a half points underdogs at Tampa Bay, a divisional game. The over-under set at 51 and a half. We saw Tampa Bay get the job done at home, barely against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and this Atlanta team would just pour against the Eagles. So, Garrett, what is your thoughts on this? Who do you like winning? This is the Dallas game? No, it's uh, Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. Well, this is going to be easy, quick and easy. Tampa Bay is going to win this game. I think um, Atlanta has, I think Atlanta has, you know, a, a really decent offense, but their, their, their defense is not very good. I know it's a divisional game, but there's no reason why Tampa Bay does not go down there and, you know, Tampa Bay should just win this game. On paper, Tampa Bay should just win this game. I think it's 11 point favorites. I mean, holy crap. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I have much to talk about this one. I like, didn't really care what I saw from Atlanta last week. I mean, have a, we have a lot of work working out to do, but Tampa Bay, I think, takes us one. Um, I'm not going to say easily, but it should be easily. Tampa Bay should win this game. Um, I don't trust Atlanta. Atlanta's too wishy-washy for me. So with that being said, I will take Tampa Bay to win this matchup. I'm saying it's going to be at least 36 to possibly 20. Yeah, simple as this. It's going to be a big one for Tampa Bay. I'll, I'll take them covering that 11 and a half. The over-under, I like the under in this one just because, you know, Atlanta wasn't able to produce offensively. And when you take a look at this Tampa Bay run offense, boy, if you got Mike Davis, I know, Garrett, you do, and, and we like him. This year, what they did to Zeke, it's going to be the same thing for Mike Davis. I think this Atlanta team struggles. Tampa Bay will go on, play anybody you got for Tampa Bay. Even Antonio Brown, who I saw sat last week, uh, Tampa Bay all day, play them to cover in the under. Now we have a good one here. Dallas at the Los Angeles Chargers. Dallas just barely lost to Tampa Bay, and they're three-and-a-half-point underdogs going in to LA the over-under at 55 and a half what do you think Brandon who wins this one Ooh, yeah. this is a tough one because I don't like Dallas at all I don't even and it's because of their fan base um Chargers I'm not sold on them so I'm gonna take the less of the two evils I'm taking Dallas to win this game Dallas should win by 23-20, but if Dallas don't win, I ain't picking Dallas no more the rest of this season. Is this at the Chargers? Yeah, they're in L.A. Lord. Um, you know, I liked, I liked the way Dallas played last week. I really liked the way they looked. Um, you know, I know Washington has a really good defense, and, you know, the game was kind of close. But I think I, I think this week, you know, I'm, I'm with Brandon. I think I'm going to go with Dallas. I think they can I think they can get the job done. They, you know, Dax looked really good. You know, the, the defense looked pretty decent. Um, but like Brandon says, if they can get the job done, I think it might be the last week I'm picking them. But 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out the limb here and uh, take Dallas. Yeah, I love this Dallas plus three and a half pick here. I'm adding it to one of my bets I'm doing this week. I, I just think that they performed so well versus Tampa Bay team and could have beat the Super Bowl champs. And the Chargers, although they were on the road against a very good Washington football defense, I think that something will slip up and Dallas is going to win this game. Uh, Dak looked phenomenal. I think they get Zeke churning, running this game. I think he gets back to his normal self. I think it's a win for Dallas. I like them outright. I like them the plus three and a half. And the over-under is just way too high for me at the 55 and a half to play the over. I like the slight under, although, you know, I think these two teams put up points. I want to play either defense if you got them and we'll see what happens. I, I do like Keenan Allen this week. I think he's a, he's a start as well as Mike Williams. I think they both go off because Dallas gave up a lot of passing yards last week. And when you take a look at Dallas, you got to love Amari Cooper and CD lamb especially with Michael Gallup out. Those are the two guys to look at this week. I think it is going to be a shootout, but I'm taking Dallas with the plus three and a half on this one. Let me add something real quick, Ben. Um, if you're in a deeper league, uh, Jared Cook, I think it could also be a play. Uh, I think it's a huge play this week. I think he, um, I think he gets, I, th I think he gets involved a lot this week in the offense. Yeah. Jared Cook getting himself involved with the Chargers, his new team, uh, we saw what Gronk did. He was a number one tight end after last week against this Dallas defense. So Jared Cook, sleeper tight end there. I, I agree with Garrett. All right, the last four o'clock game, we have Tennessee at Seattle. Tennessee, four and a half point underdogs after a blowout loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Go against the Seattle Seahawks, who had a good performance against this Colts team. Tennessee at Seattle over under 53 and a half Garrett. Who do you think wins this one? Um, I, I, I think Seattle. Wait, yeah, wait. Oh my God. Hold on. Seattle. Who, who, who was, I just had what were the two teams again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am confused right now. Tennessee at Seattle. Seattle. Oh yeah. Okay. That's Tennessee. Um, I think Seattle still takes this one. I don't like the way – yes, I think Tennessee will bounce back. But will they bounce back against Seattle? I don't, I, I don't think so. I think, I, think, I think Russ goes out there and proves, proves a lot this week again and gets a job done against a, 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 what should be a very good team that looked like really bad last week. Um, I think it will be, be a closer game, but I do think uh, Seattle gets the job done and the Tennessee Titans walk away 0-2. Now, I'm looking to, for Tennessee to make an improvement, but I'm not looking for Tennessee to win. I, I, I think Tennessee will do a lot better than they did last week. Um, so, But I see Seattle just winning this one somehow, some way. So give me Seattle over Tennessee 30-27. to 27. This one's a tough betting one because I could see either team winning. I think Tennessee does bounce back and they have to bounce back just as I feel Buffalo does. Um, but I'm a Seattle fan. So 
I like Seattle to win as far as the cover. I'll take Seattle slightly with the four and a half. They're at home. I think that they can do it. The over-under, I am going to play the over. I think that Tennessee, they can put up more points than they did last week easily. Seattle can as well, so I like the slight over. But I'm taking Seattle at home. All right, Sunday night football should be a shootout. Kansas City at Baltimore. Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes were able to come back and take down that Cleveland Browns team. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites in Baltimore. Baltimore looking to bounce back after that disappointing overtime loss on Monday Night Football. The over-under set at 55-and-a-half. Brandon, who are you taking? Kansas City. I know it's in Baltimore. I know Baltimore has the weapons, but I – there's something about Lamar Jackson that I'm not feeling this year. I don't know what it is. Um, maybe it's because all his backs are um, down a little bit. Maybe it's because injuries are just plaguing um, Baltimore. But I tell you what, if the injury bug bites Baltimore anymore, I don't know if Baltimore is going to have anybody else left to, you know, get them um, to, the, um, to the dance. So I'm picking Kansas City to beat Baltimore in Baltimore, but it's going to be a score of 30 to 27. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I like the way Kansas city bounced back last week, especially against a, a pretty good, you know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, against a, a pretty good Cleveland Browns team. So uh, I don't think they, I, I just don't, I just don't see, I, like Brandon says, you know, Lamar Jackson, I think is trying to do way too much. And, uh, I'd, yeah, Kansas City takes this one. <laughs> this Baltimore team's really beat down, and I think this is a shootout. I think they do hit the over, but ultimately I think it's Patrick Mahomes getting the, the job done. I, I wouldn't play the Baltimore defense again. You know, we saw what the Raiders did to them, giving them negative points in fantasy, so I wouldn't play them again. And I just like Kansas City to win this one. The three and a half is very tough. I think Baltimore covers the three and a half. I think I'd play it that way. I think Kansas City wins by a field goal. But I like Kansas City money line. I like Baltimore to cover. And I like the over in favor of Kansas City. Monday Night Football. It is the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. The Packers with just a terrible, terrible performance in week one, only putting up three points against this New Orleans Saints team, against the New Orleans Saints team. Detroit's coming into Green Bay, though, after almost coming back to defeat the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, the line is set at 11 and a half. Green Bay is favored at 11 and a half. The over-under at 48 and a half. Garrett, which team gets their first win? Um, Green Bay. Um, even though Detroit made a little comeback against uh, San Francisco, I, 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 I don't know. I just can't – I cannot see Green Bay going back-to-back losses, especially out what happened last week to them. You know, if it happens again this week, then maybe we got to reconsider that Green Bay is not the team we think they are anymore. But right now, Green Bay should totally come back uh destroy this Detroit Lions team 
And um, I think I think Aaron Jones has a great rushing day. And I honestly think Devontae Adams and Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers should have a field day as well. You know, even a Tunyon. Um, but I, you know, you would also probably start your Jared Goff and uh, Hawkinson, maybe maybe this maybe a Swift as well. But right now, Green Bay, please don't let us down. This, this you can't have another loss like that. Y'all look like straight dookie. Okay, so my thought process is Green Bay is going to come back and win this against Detroit. If Green Bay loses, go back to the drawing board and figure out what the problem is. But Green Bay should win this matchup 36-23. This is a must, must win for Green Bay to really tell who they are. I, I just don't see them performing the way they did last week. I think Aaron Rodgers bounces back in a huge way against this Detroit defense. I think Aaron Jones, just as San Francisco ran all over Detroit, will run all over Detroit. And I think that helps with this uh, scheme for this week. They can use Aaron Jones more. And Devontae Adams has to be the guy. So I love the Green Bay players this week. Uh, for Detroit, man, DeAndre Swift and Jav- or, uh, yeah, Jamal Williams, they both looked really good. And, and Jared Goff looks good, too. So, you know, there's some promise there in Detroit offensively with some fantasy value. But I like Green Bay. Boy, I want to say that they're going to cover that 11 and a half. But, I, yeah, I'm just going to go with it. Green Bay to cover, Green Bay to outright win, and the over-under give me the over just a little bit more because Detroit can put up points. So that is week two for you guys, the breakdown and what we're betting right now, my three locks for the week, go and place this bet Washington football team at minus three, new Orleans saints, minus three and a half and the Arizona Cardinals minus three and a half, $10 will get you $55. So that is my three locks. I'm going to play a couple more bets, but That'll win you some money there, and uh, hopefully you guys do well in fantasy, do better than Garrett and I did this past week. We're all looking for a bounce-back week. But, hey, Tampa Bay, 0-1 last year, goes on to win the Super Bowl, so there's still a lot of time left. If you want to listen to the podcast, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. We are rm underscore fantasy football. And to listen to the podcast, We are on Anchor, which will kind of shoot you out to all the places you can listen to it, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and we're also now on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is search Roastmasters Fantasy Football, and you can take a listen to our predictions. Go on to our Instagram page, though. I'll I'll post something this week and uh, maybe get a shout-out next week, so make sure to look into that. Other than that, we want to thank you for listening to our Week 2 preview of the NFL in 2021 and of course we got to have garrett sign us off for another episode green bay i'm telling you right now you better not you better not mess this up or you're gonna be in a lot of lot of shit thanks for coming by fellas (laughs)